Okay, so, um, all right, let's get this going because it's almost 6.30 now. All, all right. right, so in five, four, three. Yeah. Meow. Oh, my goodness. In f- <laughs> all right, let's I get do it on our systems. I owed you one, Nevik. I owed you one for that. <laughs> Awkward turtle. All right, five, four, three. Uh. Awkward turtle. Okay, there we go. Welcome to... Wow, I don't even... All right, let's start over. You want me to Five. start? <laughs> ouch, 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 ouch. No, I'm joking. Another. I'm joking. <laughs> Five, four, three. This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, Community Roundtable, Patch 108, basically. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. You have quite a treasure there in that Horodric cube. From the far reaches and burning depths of sanctuary comes Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo podcast. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Now, your hosts, Nevik, Breja, and Jen. Stay a while and listen. Welcome to Shattered Soulstone's Community Roundtable, covering 108. So, we have a ton of people here, so this is going to be an interesting show. Um, I'm just going to go around the room and introduce everybody. First of all, I guess I should introduce um, my co-hosts that are on the show tonight. Uh, We have Brasia and Lantonio. Brasia, how are you? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for coming, everyone. And Lantonio, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. A little beat up from uh, doing some... Yard work and working for my dad all day, but I'm ready to go and excited to talk about some Diablo. Okay, now let's go around the room with our listeners. Uh, I'm just going to go in alphabetical order, so everybody, that'll be your um, clue as to when you need to be ready to talk. So, first up is Ninepad. Ninepad, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a loose cannon. Sweet. And, uh, well, I guess I'll backtrack to Brazia since I did not ask that question of him. Brazia, what are you drinking? While celebrating 16 years of marriage today, I had quite a bit to drink already, so... Oh my goodness, congratulations, but... Congratulations, Brazia. How... Thank you. How did you manage to, um, basically get away from your wife on your 16th wedding anniversary to record a community roundtable? She's already sleeping. It was a good night. Oh, I see. Wow, you put her to bed quick. I I see... I see you went with the, uh, let's, let's get the wife so drunk that she passes out. Yeah. Either that or is, wham, bam, uh, thank you, ma'am, good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So also... Well, like I say, it's been 16 oh. years, and uh, mm-hmm. our marriage is old enough to drive the car, but I never seem to have the key. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Yep. Well, we're, we're, we're always at a disadvantage. So... The next person joining us, and you've probably heard him before if you've listened to absolutely everything on iTunes that is Diablo podcast related. We have Dean, or well, Dave, Dean Force Adams, if he's there. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm here. Hey, everybody. Glad How to you be doing? here. I've, nice to I meet was you. so excited to come here tonight. Looking I, forward to this for days. I'm glad to hear it because you've probably been having that itch to talk about Diablo on a podcast. Oh, my God. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, I stand in front of my mirror just to tell them about my barbarian skills. <laughs> you should hop on the uh, Hardcore Game Night sometime and chat it up with us. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I want to do, die in the first 15 minutes. You can play softcore, don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but, Dan, what are you drinking tonight? Um, well, I I guess I could go with the Smirnoff right next to my Coke, but I was just going to go straight Coke. Matters oh. how uh, tonight goes, I suppose. Well, we'll just pretend that it's laced with uh, either vodka or rum, depending on your flavor of choice. Yeah, but I feel left out, you didn't ask me what I was drinking. Oh, oh, too bad, Lantonio. All right, so <laughs> also joining us is Jamie, also known as JC Monkey. You've more than likely heard him from the Dead and Waiting Nights. Jamie, what are you drinking? I am drinking Dr. Pepper. Oh. Cheers. How boring, I know, but yeah. yeah but I got ice water. Pretty good. You, you could always um, put a shot of Jägermeister into that. No, I'm a vodka guy myself, but I don't have any at the moment. Okay, so, Lantonio, now that we've alphabetically gotten to you, uh, what are you drinking? Like I said, a little bit of ice water. Pretty good. Had to Wait. Wash, wash down some <laughs> little don't, bit of don't you back pain water? medication. Water. Yep, water. Water. As, as can't, my... Can't really drink anything alcoholic. Have a had a couple of my back pain medicines, so I don't want to mix it because that already gets me loopy enough. So. <laughs> yeah, and then you would be. <laughs> we we would hear you snoring on your mechanical keyboard. That's not good. Well, luckily I'm at my, my folks. Thing. Like I said, I did some work for my dad, so nice quiet keyboard for you. So you shouldn't yeah. have to take oh, care of any of that. Okay. And of course, um, our next person that I'm going to introduce had to mess up the order because I mean. What what else does he do? I mean, he changes his Twitter name from uh, the real J French to hometown hero zero zero eight. I mean, what what is that? What is that? That Jesse? is the old uh, baseball nickname from high school. And hometown so hero, feeling, huh? yeah. I'm the hometown hero. Mm, okay, you're my hometown hero, Jesse. And Lantonio's hometown hero. Yeah. So, what are you drinking? Well, as you guys know, I don't drink alcohol. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest joke I've heard Jesse ever tell. Oh, yeah, so I got a Miller Lite here, six pack, just kind of keep it calm. Mm. No Black Crown or anything I more exotic. I wanted Black Crown so bad today, but I, just the calories, I couldn't do it, man. The I really so got to try weight. that out. I got to make Black Crown 64 or something like that. Oh, by the way, kids, um, don't drink until you're 21. Just exactly. to give that disclaimer. <laughs> Unless you're responsible and with your parents. That's the only way. Or in the military. Or if you just want to be a rebel. Well, that's like the first disclaimer I heard on all the episodes of Cheryl Soulstone, so you're kind of screwed now, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We kind of haven't done a disclaimer for it's all of It's our PSA. It's our, it's yeah. our standard hey, uh, first well, PSA. It's a community roundtable, so of course, <laughs> of course we're going to be more community-minded on, well... Actually, every show is community-minded. Never mind. Let's just get to the last person. We saved the best for last, which is Scanline. Scanline, what is in your cup tonight? I'm drinking some Sweet Action Six Point uh, Ale. Uh, it's a Brooklyn brew. Pretty good stuff. That sounds... Um, uh, so it's an ale. What's the APV on that? Uh, let's see. It's 5.2. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they, have some, they have some higher stuff, but 
it, it starts to you know affect my hardcore play. Yeah, I, I, you know, speaking of PSAs, I mean that's probably one you can address is drinking too much and playing hardcore. No, no, not a good mixture, I'm guessing. Yeah, you definitely don't ever want to potentially pull a Nevik and uh, drink white wine and almost get your your wizard killed by being vortexed onto the stairs in the middle of a molten pack. Yep, not not a good not a good idea. Okay, so. With that out of the way, let's get to why we're all here. We are here tonight to talk about patch 108. And currently, currently it's on the PTR, so hopefully everybody has at least hopped on there for a couple minutes or so. Um, namely, to see what uh, the biggest change, in my opinion, is obviously the monster density. So that's going to be the first topic that we cover. But um, yeah, it's on the PTR. I imagine we're going to see it probably in about two weeks, maybe? Because uh, uh, there was a new build deployed. It, it, I don't think it actually went to the client yet, but it basically just has a couple of... Oh, there's that word again, basically. Um, sorry, folks, that's from the pre-show. But, um, the, the patch basically just had a couple of changes, and it, they were like very, very minor. So, And also the uh, much-needed nerf to Inspiring Presence. Sorry, Barbarians, you don't get to be the best character in the cl in the game by more than a mile than you already are right now. So We anyways. only need an inch. Yeah, that's what she said. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still a little sick. Actually, I was just going to be polite and not call those out, but since you already did, I, you, you just opened the door for that one now. It's fine, it's fine. You know, that's PG-13. <laughs> we're, we're always straddling the fence anyways. So, That's what she said. <laughs> so okay, so I, I'm trying to figure out how I want to do this because obviously I don't want everybody to talk all at once. So Ninepad, have you hopped on the PTR and experienced any of the monster density changes? I'm actually on there right now. Sweet. And what do you think? Um, I I like it. I like it a lot, especially the uh, Zoltan Cool area. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's pretty. It's actually kind of scary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Dean, have you hopped on the PTR? Uh, not yet. I'm waiting for it to go live. Uh, my uh, internet speed is slower than the fires of Gondor. Like, it's ridiculous. So, my carrier pigeons will not move fast enough for me to download it in time for it to even go live. So, I'm just going to wait on it. Oh, that's not fun. That probably explains why you're not <laughs> interested in doing too much hardcore unless if it's for a hardcore challenge. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um... I, I know, I'm pretty sure Jamie and, well, maybe Jesse and Scanline have hopped onto the PTR. Um, well, actually, I know Scanline, you've hopped onto the PTR. What, what do you think about the monster density changes? Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, when you're running solo, you're, I think, like, the impression that I've had is, is sort of, oh, I don't see a difference, and then I play, and then I reset the game, and then it's, like, completely different, and, you know, it's really dense. Uh, especially, um, you know, some areas in Act 1. But uh, when you go to, like, the specified areas where they're just giving, like, straight-up buffs to density, like the Orc's Hunting Grounds, like, it's it's pretty clear, like, there's just a ton of more monsters, which is really fun. It's just a lot of fun to play, like, when, when you're just constantly trying to... going from one giant mob to another. Yeah, and um, just since I'm... Recording this all as a down mix. Uh, Lantonio, be on your best behavior and not get the er the extraneous noises into the microphone. Be awesome. Am I making noises? I apologize. Oh yes. 
I can go push to talk if you prefer. Mm, I don't, don't, I don't know, know what noises I was making, but... Well, who knows. So, <laughs> so Jamie, um, you, you've right. hopped on the PTR. What, what is your opinion about, about the monster density changes? Uh, I was a stickler for Act 2, and I hated it so much. But now, seeing the Dogar Oasis and Cole's areas, like, oh my god, dude, they were so awesome. I think maybe Act 2 is going to be my new favorite place now. Um, Act 1, some of the places that they say that are noticeable, I, I don't really find noticeable. I mean, yeah, okay, you know. Except for that one area, the, what is the Weeping Hollow or some crap? Or mm -hmm. It's right outside of Trisham. That one I see huge density in. But the uh, Highlands here, I'm running through right now on the PTR, and yeah, it, it just seems the same to me, because I, I farmed this on uh, my hardcore character, and I, I'm just finding the same kind of mobs here, man. You know, it's, I don't know, it's no real difference in Act 1 for me, except for that one little area outside of Tristram. But Act but Act 2, definitely a lot of difference. Whimsyshire, didn't really notice that big of a difference. Act 4, uh, didn't really notice that big of a difference. But does anybody really care about Act 4 anymore? I mean, you know, it's that one act you beat in like five minutes and then you're through with it, or... Well, I don't know if about five minutes, especially if you're playing hardcore, but... Uh, I mean, hey, you you can go farm Nekarak and get a random, you know, key from him, which I will never, ever, ever do on a hardcore character, because what's the point of doing that on a hardcore character? Because his Hellfire ability if I'm remembering the name of that ability correctly, is way too powerful. So It's actually so. not that bad. You just gotta kite him a bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My monk is uh, like 4,600 armor, 700 all resists, 60k life, and I got like 25k damage. I can kite him and kill him without problems and not worrying too much. It's the Mallet Lord champion packs that are fast. Those are the ones you gotta worry about. The angel champion packs that are illusionist and fast, the ones that split up into thousands and then just like slash across the screen, those are the ones you gotta worry about. You see those, you run. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if, this if, is if true. You're, if you're doing farming, just the uh, necrite guy, I, I see no problem. Just kite him a little bit, get away from the jailer, and then you're good. Yeah, the monster density changes will actually affect. Um, well, I, I guess you could say difficulty. Um, not not for everybody. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who have incredible gear and can just you know handle whatever. But um, Brasia, what what are your opinions on the monster density changes if you experience them at all? Well, I haven't been on the PTR yet, but um, from everything I've been hearing and things I've read from different sites, people are kind of happy with this. And I know there's certain areas that, like I'm right now running through with my wizard through Act One again, and it's just big spaces where it feels like there's nothing and it should be something there. So hopefully that monster density kind of brings it all a little bit closer together. Yeah, I, I sure hope so. I, I look forward to not farming Act 3 anymore. <laughs> all right, so Jesse, have you hopped on the PTR? Yeah, yeah, I played a uh, fair amount Wednesday and then again tonight for a little okay, bit. Okay, good. The, what the, what oh, are your opinions? I agree with exactly what you just said. You just don't feel obligated to play Act 3 again. I've switched up one of my uh, uh, experience runs doing Crypt of the Ancients. And that's a pretty good dense area in you know the regular version. And then on the PTR, there's even more. I had I just had a, a kill run in the Fields of Misery, and I killed 364 monsters. Wow, and that's that was ridiculous. That's the most I've ever had. My highest before that was like 180 or something, and it was in Crypt of the Ancients, in fact. So that was that was awesome. And you know, I, th this is on your barbarian, correct? Yeah, yeah, the spin to win. So 
Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I thought that there was no such thing as too much of a good thing. But I played a couple of areas and popped right on the waypoint and just got swarmed and bam, killed. And I was like, what the? So you know, there's a balance, and hopefully they'll find that that balance of where you know where everything is at a good balance. Mm-hmm. Here's a quick follow-up question, and uh, anybody just feel free to jump in. This is going to be fun. Um, will these monster density changes change the way that you play? Like, eh, let, let me phrase it a little bit differently. Will you be changing your main character's build for these monster density changes? I'd have to say probably more AoE-ish, and something along the lines of trying to get close to 100% uptime on certain skills or builds again. Yep. Because like with the whirlwind, the barb thing, I don't know when they're going to nerf that, but with a continuation of hits, you can keep that fury going. And yeah. you're just going to keep whirlwinding straight through the whole maps, dude. And like with Archon, totally. I can totally see so many people with Archon now because each kill, even if it's your friend, is still going to give you another second or whatever. So that's going to be a huge build. Um, Witch Doctor AoE, uh, Locust Swarm. Now with Locust Swarm, you get up to one mob, like in Cool's area, you hit it once, and it just multiplies through each mob, the mob, the mob, the mob, the mob, the mob. And with the density in Cool's areas, you're going to be... Sw- your locusts are going to go, go through the whole map because that's how close <laughs> the mobs are going to be. So I can see a lot more people running that. So by the time you get through all the mobs, they're going to be like shot down. So one acid cloud is going to totally pummel all the mobs, even if you're like low DPS. So you're going to be having a cool time with that, man. So yeah, definitely more AoE-ish stuff. Mm-hmm. Scanline? Well, you know, uh, speaking of builds, and I just realized that yes they're going to buff the fire bats quite a bit so one of the things i'm going to try in the ptr and i haven't is uh, playing around with my witch doctor and fire bats i think it got about a 250 percent increase in damage so i haven't even touched that skill i think maybe once or twice while i was leveling up so i'm going to give that a whirl because it's hard to aim with that skill and I, i found it very clunky to use but if it does a good amount of dps i'll definitely try it out yeah, and actually, that's that's a great transition. Um, let's switch over to. Uh, I know not all classes have received buffs. Well, actually, well, I, I guess the monk is the only one who hasn't actually seen any um, skill changes so far in the PTR builds. But uh, we do have. Uh, let's see. Well, the barbarian minimal changes. Just the um, basically one change that. It, and I, I could have sworn that, you know, Jay Wilson, you know, is stepping down, but um, all the, you know, the passive regen abilities, they decided, you know what, let's double it. And I was like, wait, I thought Jay Wilson was gone. That was his tagline. But um, other than that, you know, uh, the wizard is continuing to see buffs to underuse skills. Um, Disintegrate, Ray of Frost are the notables in this patch. Um, I don't really see myself using those although my second level 60 wizard softcore might make use of it just you know just for um giggles i, I suppose you could say but uh let's see what else as scanline said the fire bats getting buffed um what was the other thing oh demon hunters rapid fire got massively buffed as well um i, I know a couple of people out here do have demon hunters so problem with that problem with that you is that stand, stand as a demon hunter you don't stand still or you're dead 
yeah. period. Unless you're on MP0 or MP1. Anything higher than that, you're on the go, man. You are dropping spike traps, you're dropping something, you're shooting, you're turning and shooting with element arrow, you're dropping sentries, you're doing something, man. You're on the go. Yeah. Or you're dead. So, good, good for them buffing a standstill skill. Woohoo, clap, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know... With the console version coming out, maybe they'll introduce, uh, you know, controller pad controls for Diablo 3 on the PC client, and maybe they'll introduce the ability for us to do, you know, Smash TV style controls, where you run in a direction and you use your right analog stick to fire in a different direction. That would be pretty amazing. But then again, you know, the roll, the that action roll, the dodge roll, is on the right analog stick currently. But that's, um, you know. We're, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, alright, so, Ninepad, a- any thoughts on any of the changes? Uh, what, what classes do you mainly play? Um, softcore, my main one's a monk. Uh, hardcore, right now it's a witch doctor. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, my monk died, so the witch doctor was the next closest in line. So mm. I leveled that up to 61st. I do have another monk already back at, uh, 30. Uh, I think she's at 35 now. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, good. As far as skills, I'm probably going to play around with the Demon Hunter some more because they boosted the the rapid fire. I think it'll come in handy, especially for uh, multiplayer. So you have more people in there, you'll have the freedom to maybe stand still and shoot out some DPS. The fire bats I am definitely going to try with the Witch Doctor. I think that'd be pretty cool. I want to play around with the Wizard some more. I haven't had a chance to finish leveling that up. Well, uh, you know, you, you should definitely play the Wizard more. Definitely. Oh, uh, yeah, that's going to be the next after I finish getting my monk back up to 60. Mm. I, say, the I, say, I say shelve that monk. Ah, uh, but I love the monk. The monk is so much fun. No, it's not. Oh, oh wait, I'm sorry. Yes, it is. Wait, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the monk is a punk, alright? <laughs> okay, so, um, speaking of multiplayer, uh, the next thing that we'll talk about is the fact that they are nerfing the monster health point bonus per player introduced in a multiplayer game. Uh, currently, which it has already been nerfed, uh, I think 107 was when they nerfed it again, or nerfed it for the first time. Um, it is currently at 70% um, per person added to the game. It will be dropped to 50%. Now, this holds a lot of interesting implications, especially for Uber's bosses. Um, I, it should make Uber's bosses even easier, in my opinion. Um, what What do you think, Dean? Have Have you, with your your carrier pigeon um, internet, <laughs> ha- have you have you done Uber's? I've actually seen one of my best friends play it because uh, he. He hasn't even stepped into monster power. He plays his max level character without any monster power. Yet he's on playing with the. Uh, he has ridiculous luck in getting the key drops, and I have yet to receive any of them on mine. But I guess he went up into like monster power three and first try got all of them. So I've actually seen a few of the Uber's bosses and had a chance to play around with them and and get wiped on his characters. But I would love to have the chance on my own if the RNG was nice enough. Awesome. Um, so we we do have a couple of uh, recent joiners. Um, hopefully, hopefully their microphones will pick them up in, 
and or they've gone through the audio wizard. Um, we have, uh, let's see, Overtime. Overtime, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Sorry. Overtime, um, what, what do you think about the multiplayer health nerf to monsters? Uh, I wish it was not being nerfed. I think it's a little bit too easy as it is, in my opinion. I pay a witch doctor and uh, play the sacrifice Okay, build. so that's enough from overtime. Oh, wait, no, I'm just kidding. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him yeah. push you around. Yeah, it, it kind of feels too easy. Uh, I mean, especially with, like, if you're going to have a full party, it's just going to kind of be the same thing as if you're playing single player. You're just kind of just going through the mobs, you know, hack and slash type game. And I think it would be more of a challenge if it was just more beefier and more mobs everywhere and a bit more tankier. I don't know. It's just my opinion because I kind of play on MP10 all the times. So I like that type of style. Interesting. And I just have to cut in with this breaking news. And thank you, Diablo, on Twitter. Um, they just uh, announced that we're doing a roundtable. Uh, they're, they're about 50 minutes late, but... <laughs> Jamie, what, what do you think about the nerf to multiplayer health mobs? Uh, as that I'm playing it, odd. as yeah, as I'm <laughs> playing it right now, I'm playing a demon hunter, and we've got a monk and a barbarian in a party, and it, it feels normal. It feels seamless. It doesn't feel too OP. And we're playing MP1 right now, and it feels a misery. It, it feels normal, man. I mean. You almost don't notice a change other than, hey, there's a little bit more monsters here, you know? Yeah, I, I think probably the biggest um, notice, like, will be the Uber's bosses, because, you know, 20% Question, per person. Though, yes. Did they say specifically that they're nerfing those? Well, it's... I just don't want to make an assumption and say, hey, oh, they're nerfing them too, but... Yeah, that's true. It's not safe to make assumptions, because you make an ass out of you and me when we do right. that. But, um... I, they haven't clarified that it's only for white mobs. They they just basically said that the multiplayer health bonus has been reduced from 70% to 50% per player. So, uh, I would assume, and unfortunately I'm assuming this, that that would affect everything in the game. You know, champion packs, elites, uber bosses, you know, bosses themselves, stuff like that. And it seems like that makes sense to do that, because uh, if they're introducing more monsters, you know, they're probably just trying to keep it balanced in some levels, you know? Like, that, if there's, like, That's a good point. That just... I'm sorry, Skin. <laughs> no, no, no. Stop no, interrupting no. you. I, it's, you can interrupt me telling me that it's a good point. That's fine. I don't mind that <laughs> at all. Um, so, that's, but that's pretty much the end of my point, so... Oh, well, technically okay. speaking, if I do my math correctly, 70% down to 50% is a 20% decrease. Mm -hmm. So 20% off and already 100k hit points is 80k hit points. And if you're doing 25k damage, that's only one less hit that you have to do to a mob. So I don't think that's pretty significant. I mean, yeah. it is, but it isn't. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal. You know, yeah, I agree. It's, it's cool in our favor, but it's just not game-breaking. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that that's very much like Blizzard's MO on things. You know, they, they like to make adjustments and more or less keep things as they are, except, you know, Inferno did get nerfed to the ground, which is fine by me, because before, um, well, I, I was able to complete Inferno. Before it got nerfed in, what was it, 105? I think I 
completed Inferno in one of four. So yay to me, but it wasn't fun. Yeah. You completed it like right after I did. I remember that. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to the fact that multiplayer will be a little more fun. Um, one improvement that I, I don't necessarily agree with is the 10% per person bonus to Magic Find and Gold Find, and as well as experience. Um, is that a one-time thing only, I think? Or, hold on, let me, let me check what I see here. Magic Find and, and Gold and, Find. And, and you don't agree with that, that on by the basis of, uh, of what exactly? I'm just curious, because it seems like they want to en- they want to encourage more multiplayer. Uh, I, like, yeah. in terms of, uh, you know... Oh, let's all play together so we get this like extra bonus experience bonus. I mean, that that's what I see it as, and I mean, I think that's a good thing because I think playing playing in a group is like so much better. Yes, this with is that, true. Though we should have the ability to do like a player's eight type of function where you can somehow reap the benefits while playing solo, where you can make it harder on yourself but still get those benefits. That, yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> that is exactly my point, is that it puts the solo player, and I know that there are people out there that prefer to play all by themselves, um, because, you know, maybe that that's, that's just the way that they are, that they don't like to play with, you know, a bunch of people. And to add this bonus in basically says, okay, well, now you're at a disadvantage. Well, I don't know if it changed yet, but... Also having that buff that shows up for that, uh, taking out a buff that, to me, it's unnecessary. Now that there's eight buffs, that's cool, but technically there's only seven if we're going to have that every time we go into multiplayer, too. Yeah, and that's that's another point. But at, at the very least, and I'm hearing myself through overtime, <laughs> but um, the, the important thing is that multiplayer will definitely be more beneficial now, which will be, you know... Which will be fantastic for all of, well, for our community. Um, it will be great. So, um, Brejo, I, I I know you probably have some opinions on this. You you do tend to play more solo, but what what do you think about this multiplayer bonus? Well, I mean, you're right. I do play a lot of Diablo by on my own. So, to be honest with you, I don't think it makes a big difference at the moment to me personally because I'm going to still play the game the way I do. I can see maybe if you're treasure hunting or if you're looking to try to gain as much as possible, you're going to want to group up. I mean, if you're just going around to level up a character, which I'm doing right now with a wizard, um, I don't really care too much about what my magic find is until I'm probably somewhere in Inferno. So I don't think it really affects it too much to me. But I do see your point about being the fact that it encourages, like if I if I want to go find try to find more keys, for example, build Inferno Machine, I'm probably not going to want to do it on my own because I know I'm going to have a better chance, at least a 60% chance better if I'm grouped up. Mm-hmm. Um, but let, let's move to the next thing. Um, and this is near and dear to my heart, and Brazia, Brazia knows that it's near and dear to my heart, is the fact that we're finally getting some improvements to the Battle.net, or, I'm sorry, the Battle Tag, Battle.net friends list, in that we finally get broadcast messages. Yay! Yeah, I'm really happy about that, because, I mean, I know you do it to an Evic a lot, but lots of times I come on just to do a 10-minute session, and not that I don't like community members talking to me, because I love it, but um, every now and then they'll type to me a lot, and I don't want them to feel like I'm just ignoring them when I could just put down, you know, AFK most of the time, coming in and out, 
or say I just want to play by myself and I want to say I'm just going to do some key runs solo, you know, I'm busy up and down, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, and <laughs> back in the days when uh, I was playing WoW a little bit more, um, I, I sometimes make, um, what, what, how would I put it, uh, loose loose use of the uh, broadcast messages. I know this um, irked Row, uh, Row, <laughs> on one of the more recent All Things Azeroth mentioned that he doesn't like when people use the broadcast messages basically for conversational things. <laughs> but it's fun! Come on! Oh, he must hate when I do it. I do it at least three times a week. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so I, I look forward to it coming. Um, I really hope, and unfortunately, we're not able to really test this right now, that uh, the broadcast messages will you know go across Battle.net so that you know when you do a broadcast message in Diablo, it'll show up in WoW. I, at least I'm hoping that's the way that it'll work. That way, I can really annoy Ro. Oh, Seeing as though it's on your. Um... I'm assuming that it will because seeing as though it shows right off the friends list and, you know, I see you when you're playing WoW, you would assume that you can do both because there is transmogs in WoW, right? There's there's broadcast messages in WoW, yes. Okay, so I would assume that it's probably just going to cross over just fine. Yeah, and there lies in the problem, as Jamie mentioned, you know, when we assume things, <laughs> I, I, I don't well, know basically, if it's safe to make that assumption. Assuming, basically, Basically, yes. We're basically assuming that. Um, Jesse, I know I haven't called on you a whole lot because you keep muting and unmuting yourself. But uh, Sorry. My wife keeps walking in the background and stuff, so when I'm muted, she's running around. Oh. Put her in her place, man. Well, we're getting that furniture tomorrow. That's you off topic talk. anyways. Oh, don't even start. <laughs> okay. Oh, me? I don't know what you're talking about. Je- Jesse, what? <laughs> I, ha- you've never played WoW, correct? That's correct. So, Very, so maybe you- for like two weeks. Back in 2007, so no. So you have no idea what these broadcast messages are. Well, we, they had them in Diablo 2, um, where you could sla- hit like slash F, whatever, and message all your friends. So I mean, yeah, I liked it. I communicated okay, with yeah. a lot of people at the same time that way, and it was it was a lot easier. But yeah. Granted, we were a lot of us now that are playing are doing mumble, so that makes it easier. But it was an annoying thing to have to type. Hey, you want to do this? Hey, you want to do this? And hit your whole friends list with 20 messages. To see if somebody just wanted to do some key runs or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's going to match up more towards the you can the party chat system where you can get all your friends into one area, but because the mod's more like just broadcasting. I'm I'm playing alone. Please don't bother me. Where right. as the slash F was, I want to talk to all my friends and I want them to all see this message instead of talking to one at a time, and that was individual messaging. Also coming in 108 is the ability for us to do multi-user private chats. And excuse me for a second, um, Lantonio, why don't you talk about it while I cough? Uh, I'm sorry, which which part of that? I had a listener... Actually, <laughs> a listener was actually asking me how to get onto Mumble, and I was typing to him, I apologize. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm good now. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're sort of getting the ability to... Um, we're, we're getting closer, I should say, to having kind of like guild chat, which would be the best thing oh, ever. Right, right. Which, um, but the unfortunate thing is that it is something that you have to do every single time you log into the game, and you have to add people individually to the private conversation. Um, I'm wondering why it is like that, though, because, like, you know, if we go into general chat, or if I go into hardcore chat, or trading post, when I come back in, I am still logged into that. So I was just wondering why it would erase and then make you have to redo it. Well, party chat. It's 
it's more akin to the private chat feature in WoW, where you can create a multi-user private chat. It's not right. a channel itself. It works exactly like as it does in WoW currently. Um, I, I'm hoping that maybe in 109 we will see, pri- uh, you know, the ability to create channels of our own, which would, you know, be a nice stopgap until we finally do get guild slash clan support and have, you know, the green text of you know the green wall of text that that'd be fantastic especially for the shattered soulstone community but you know um, one thing that uh nevik that uh, negates all of this is that since since kind of joining up in mumble like about three months ago you know i started listening to your podcast and logging on to mumble like it's kind of like a two-step process to me for for playing diablo i launched diablo and i launched mumble and like everybody's on mumble uh, at least in terms of, you know, you know, usually Jamie's on or Jesse or someone from Set Shattered Soulstone. So that's like my guild chat, and that's like something that I just like love. So and it's a perfect time to tell everyone who's not on Mumble yet to hop on because, like you said, I've never heard anybody complain about once they got on. Everybody's been extremely happy with it because it is great. Like I said, especially when we're playing hardcore, typing can be a real pain. Or I mean, honestly, I mean I'm a you're a, you're, <laughs> you're a cutout. Insert you're a couple of This is not my night, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. I should just I should just quit while I'm ahead at, or while I'm behind. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think I'll, should add a beef in there. That would be pretty good. <laughs> Whenever I start talking, guys, you I just got to say that when I had a full mouth of white wine. And, oh, my goodness. Whenever oh, I start talking, guys, you got to say, hit the button. Because, <laughs> well, you know, when I don't have the push to talk on apparently i'm having ambient noise so i don't want that but i'll try my best keep yelling at me i'll it'll sink in eventually hey mumble's <laughs> a good thing too because you never know what might happen uh, on any given night uh especially if you're under the influence <laughs> of something especially when jesse's involved man you guys gotta hop on just to hear jesse dude. look He's i don't riot. go out much i'm married with kids and everything and like these are like this is like my club nights i get on mumble and i just go wild yes yes we know this and so if I, I and our listeners will know this <laughs> if they join us on Mumble. <laughs> Snakes in your face. <laughs> I think this is our new saying: "Come get wild with Jesse." <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to tone it down. But so, I'm gonna have a good time. Hey. So you're doing pretty good tonight. You must be uh, drinking water. I'm trying to just be qu- more quiet. <laughs> well, the wife is home, so obviously oh. he has to be on his best behavior. Now I see. Mm-hmm. So nine pad. What? what what do you think about the improvements to the communication in social features that is coming in 108? I don't. I mean, I think it's going to be great if the for the uh, for being able to talk to exactly who you want to talk to without having to be in in game with them. I prefer using voice chat for everything, so I I really don't like using the text chat. <laughs> I've died so many times while trying to text chat somebody. Uh, I try to stay away from it as much as I can. Any OMG, hardcore deaths WTF, while trying to do that? Why are you not texting me back? OMG, no, no. If, some, if somebody's typing to me while I'm playing hardcore, I just ignore them and <laughs> I know, right? don't type until I get to a point where I can safely do it. See, that's where the broadcast messaging are going to come out. Like, hey, playing hardcore. Um, if you want to talk, voice yeah. only. You know. Yeah, that's yeah a good, exactly. That's a good point there. Um, Dean, you, you've played WoW, right? Oh uh, yeah, actually, I think I've spoken to you while both of us were 
accidentally playing WoW. <laughs> How do you accidentally play WoW? <laughs> it happens. It, it does happen. It's our deep down dirty secret. But you get on WoW when uh, nobody on the Diablo community, is, you hope that uh, nobody sees you. That's excellent. Is it like one of those one-night stands, you wake up blacked out, and yeah. you're like, oh my god, did I play WoW? Like oh, come on through, now. You realize you're doing <laughs> it, and you're, you know, playing the game and crying at the same time. Yeah. yeah Instead of going to, to Las if you Vegas and getting married, you end up having a subscription. Exactly. <laughs> you wake up and find out that your WoW profile is on your mouse instead uh, yes. of Diablo. Yeah, well, you know, not to disparage WoW, because I still love the game a whole lot, but um, what do, do you feel, Dean, that this is... I, I guess it's probably the best that they can do in such, quote-unquote, short order, because they've had, what, um, over a year, well, almost over a year now to improve the social features of Diablo 3? <laughs> you know... I've been playing Blizzard games since day one. I, I remember doing the slash friend in D2 just to try to get someone into my friends list. I like mm -hmm. it better now. You know, honestly, I would love to see what we saw in Warcraft 3 come back in Diablo 3. That guild system where it wasn't really a guild, it was more of a clan. And it ranked you by how much effort you put into that clan. How much work you did while in it. I would love to see a ranking system like that, and I think it could be excellent to put in here. Well, I think what we really need to do is uh, it seems like Blizzard really prioritizes versus uh, squeaky wheel or squeaky wheel gets the grease. So, because I felt like for a while there we were all kind of really wanting that ideal, and then the next patch we hear about it. So maybe that we all just need to pick just one topic, you know, never span the, the heck out of pass it. out pitchforks. <laughs> is that it? The, uh, mob going. Well, I yep. did. I did um, create a thread back on the forums a couple months, a uh, couple months, couple weeks ago, asking about you know, right before the uh, PTR patch notes dropped on us, <laughs> that it's like, hey, um, it's great that we're getting monster density changes, but uh, where's our social feature improvements that you know we heard that the back the back end of it was being improved for, <laughs> and then sh and then Lylera responded, oh well. It's it's not exactly what it's not exactly what you want just yet, but it's a step in the right direction. And I I do agree with that. It's definitely a step in the right yeah, direction. Yeah, it is definitely a step in the right direction. Right, and that's where I think we need to talk a whole lot more about having a little extra monster density in MP zero as well. I don't know about that, but I would like a scaling monster no, density. Hold on, just hold an on inferno. Now, hold on, like now. at least I want a button that says that's like elective mode and monster power that says turn on extra monster density I want that button if you don't want extra monster density in MP0 you turn the button off you want more in MP0 you turn the button on okay. I think that sounds pretty they cool can as well implement as that outside they of Inferno though too I'd, I'd like a little more like MP10 on in normal nightmare in hell, I the think level you have a lot right better uh, and a lot better as well because in hardcore you can't just magically go play mp1 you know what i mean so you want that extra density in mp0 you know what i mean because you're stuck at like 30k dps getting 50k dps is like end game you know what i mean so it's like you, your pipe dreams for getting to mp1 you know mm -hmm. this is this is true and i do agree that that would be amazing if if it were uh, a menu option that you could click on the the only problem that i could foresee is 
if you do not turn that button on, how would that affect, you know, the monster power? I mean, it, it's kind of like a conflicting, you know, elective system to elect into, you know? Maybe they should just zap it together, like, um, enable monster power with that and include density into the monster power enabler. Okay, well, here's the thing. The maps and the monsters are supposed to be RNG anyway, so when the, when you log in to load the game, the monsters have in their object a little check that says if monster density button click visible there, and there's like so many extra extra mobs that have this built into their object that says if checked make self visible you know what i mean if not checked don't make self visible it's not that difficult of a concept to code into it's just a little bit of time consuming but it's a feature that i'm sure a lot of people want yeah that, that's <laughs> I, I'm still of two minds on this. I kind of... I I like the fact that MP0 will not have the monster density changes, if only because... Um, let, let's say, just for the sake of argument, you're playing a solo, self-found, no-auction-house hardcore character, and you finally squeak by to get to Inferno, and then, you know, you by default, you already have monster power enabled, and you're going through Inferno, and then, oh, oops... <laughs> you know, there goes my hardcore character. Well, it's, it would be a button. You, you, you would have it turned off by default. Just like, oops, don't turn on MP1. Well, here, here, here's one thing die. about MP1 uh, that, you know, I find is sort of, you know, difficult, when, especially when you factor in this, like, dense this density uh, in the patch. It's like Monster Power 0 and Monster Power 1 and hardcore is a big leap. Um, but it's like, when you're wanting to farm Act 1, you're wanting to go to MP1 to get those, like, uh, better items, you know? And, like, now it's like there's an extra incentive to go to MP1 to get the density, you know? And and that more monsters mean more drops and more all sorts of things. So it's like, you know, you're going to feel that tug to kind of go into MP1 into, like, a little more of a dangerous territory. So it could be a good thing. Because we'll have more hardcore deaths, and more hardcore deaths just lead to a better auction house and a whole like better experience, you know, all around. I mean, that's that's I I, I don't want to die, <laughs> but, but I mean, well, that's the, the only the thing, thing that's like differentiating hardcore from softcore is people are dying in hardcore and losing all their items, and the auction house is a better place. Here's an interesting question for everybody, and wow, I just slurred that. Um, yeah, hi, I'm second glass into my white wine. Um, do you think that the jump from MP0 to MP1 is noticeable enough to where, you know, for example, let, let's go back to prior to 105. Let's go back to 104, where you finally get to that point where you can go into Inferno Act 1. And you can complete it, no problem, you know? And then you go to Act 2, and then you instantly get plastered by, you know, yes, the first... it is close to that, yes. So... Exactly. They call it it. <laughs> it is. For I sure. agree. In yeah, hardcore, you're a lot it. more in tune with everything, so that is the, that's the... Well, from what I've experienced, that's the biggest jump. Zero to one. So... I would, really? I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't I'm know. Is there any difference? Nine sure to ten, eight to that. nine, six to eight, even five to ten, I can still... Go through and go with here's my the softcore thing. characters. Act but 0-1 one one in hardcore is so hard. Here's the thing. Act 1, MP0, the mobs are about... Infestory Woods are about 40k to about 45k. You go to MP1, Help. the mobs are about 90 to 100. 
And Plus, there's a lot more of them. Exactly. And if you're if you're rocking 25k DPS, you're killing two shots compared to four shots now, if that, because you're running and there's just you know it it is it is a bit more of a gear check, you know, especially the champions and elites and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily a good thing. I mean, that that they they need to like make a gradual slope up. I mean, maybe maybe that steep step is a good thing in hardcore, but it when we were doing a run, uh, Jesse, Jamie, and I were doing a run in MP1. I mean, we were having a hard time because uh, our characters are pretty much kind of MP0 right now. I mean, certainly maybe they'll get up to, like, MP1, but we're maybe just about there and maybe comfortable in Act 1. But with the monster density, it was noticeably harder, definitely. Yeah, you need about a good 40 to 50k DPS bare minimum to start MP1 on Hardcore if you want to, like, stay alive. 50, preferably. Well, either that or 100,000... Vit and 800 all res and just really slow, slow play it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah good luck, that's another good luck with that if you're doing a solo self found no auction house character. Who would ever do that though? At that uh, point, it's really inefficient. <laughs> it's terribly inefficient. There's just too much, it just takes too long to kill stuff. Yeah, I, I argued that I thought that it was great that the monster density changes did not affect MP0, but just hearing everybody talk about it, it, it made me really think about the fact that. The jump from MP0 to MP1 is going to be pretty, pretty drastic. Um, what do, do you think? And this, this will support, uh, you know, my idea of having a sliding scale on the monster density, where, you know, MP10 would have, you know, just monsters everywhere, pretty much. Well, may, maybe not monsters everywhere, because that would just be ridiculous. You'd never be able to kill anything. You'd die all the time. But let's say that uh, at MP1 you get 10% increased monster density, you know, all the way up to MP10, which would be current, or which would be, you know, equivalent to maybe a little bit more than what we see right now on the PTR. Um, do you think that that would be a better way of scaling the monster density in overall difficulty and challenge uh, to a fresh level 60? Because I know that we have a couple people recently who have joined our community that are, you know, just got to level 60. I agree with you, Navig. I think that'd be a great way to do it. Um, Wait, I mean, so more monster so power, you know, should so be... Basically, so basically you're saying the higher Jesse monster power... power you? Is that Jamie? That's me. So, ba <laughs> <laughs> so basically you're saying the higher the MP you go, the more dense the monsters go. Is that is that your statement? Yeah. Yes. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it should be a sliding bar per MP because yeah, the, the, mon negative, the monsters man. in MP10 are the, the monsters in MP10 <laughs> are hard enough, let alone to have that be like you know more density for you know what I'm saying. So uh, if you can't afford the gear, imagine before they got rid of the stingers. Imagine well, before they cut the experience, if you had five thousand more scorpions, or um, we'll say shadow vermins, so the activity wasn't getting up, and people got to level. Paragon 100 in five seconds compared to three days. How much different that would be? But I think you're speaking of the witch doctor exploit in the brawling arena. Well, that too. But I was talking about like how the barbs use just kill the the whites. Mm. Or yeah, they just ran through and killed the scorpions through. But uh, honestly, too. having the we were talking about the MP1 not being worth it. Well, you know, 
like I could see myself mm-hmm. even in hardcore going MP1 and Act One because the way Weeping Hollow was, at least I was in the PTR. I mean, it, it seemed pretty cake, and having that many monsters was awesome. You know, so I'd, I'd like to farm. I'd be willing to want and want to farm Act One instead of Act Three because the monster power is so much better and it's it's, it's really not super hard. I mean, if you can do Act Three on MP0, MP1, Act One really ain't that bad. That's because you're a barb. <laughs> well, you're a monk, and you should survive even more, with especially Tempest Rush and everything else, because you're uh, a I can survive hater, not, with the Tempest, <laughs> not with the Tempest Rush, but with my other build, now that I got life on hit. But okay, well, you, you know. You got no life on hit, you know, so... But yeah, that, 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 that comes back to, it's like, yeah, they should they should have it a button. If you want it, you, you got it. If not, then who cares, you know? I agree with that, too. Or an in-game toggle, as you've suggested. That, too. From you can use Diablo I mean, two days, like where you just plow through everything, man. So having all these options is sometimes it's like if if there was a toggle, it'd be like too possible. It's just overload. It's too much, man. Also, yeah, like it is kind of overload. I totally agree, Jesse. Oh, it's not overload. Well, it's well, too listen, much. no, but listen, listen. They they're gonna have an expansion, and and how are they gonna like? unpaint themselves out of the corner they're in. I mean, we've got these Paragon levels, they've got all this stuff, so it's like, how are they going to add new levels and new new, new acts? And new, I mean, it's... it's. I almost you, think they have to just add more Paragon levels instead of regular levels, because, I mean, like mm-hmm. Jamie and I had this discussion once before, how are you going to you're gonna stop losing your, let's say your Paragon level 80, you have, you're not going to be able to gain more Paragon until you get an extra 20 levels of main level, mainstream levels as well? Right. I think they're going to do a lat- some kind of ladder system. I don't know why, but I, I hope feel so. like, and then they'll move. You'll still have your hundred paragon level person, but they just be non ladder. I say what you could possibly do is, if they're making, if they're adding more levels, like sixty to seventy or sixty to eighty, shut down paragon until you get to that level cap. Then your paragon gets turned back on. Yeah, that would make sense too. But, oh, that's but help, it, 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 it seems kind seem of broken and, and kind of like tr- weird. But that's that's stop. That's to keep people from bitching. You know what I mean? Well, as fast as be, they, you remember they said that paragoning to 100 is supposed to be like going from one to 99 in Diablo. It's not even close because especially with no, all these stupid yeah, exploits in this yeah, four-day nobody be Not even even <laughs> before that, no one would be the level 99 that fast ever. Like but not right. a chance. Especially because there wasn't you know you didn't XP a bunch of guys. You went and XP ran bail. So there was, there's no chance you would have got that fast. So I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there can be 200 Paragon levels. You know, maybe that'll take away a little bit from the gear too, uh, help itemization a little bit because you, you have 200 Paragon, you might be able to fight with crappier gear with all that extra stat points and stuff. They should, I mean, they, they can they make it so make, the MF doesn't go that high, but they, they should just make Paragon level go all the way to infinity. <laughs> <laughs> and beyond, dude. That would be amazing. Nobody would imagine dude, you would kill like so a... many people, some OCD people who need to get that because they'd be sitting there playing nonstop. They would die. <laughs> Just There'd be the people symbol. melting in their chairs and rotting and dying. Uh, who do you think it... would be the? How fast do you think someone would make a million paragon? No, I mean someone would find a way to be there in like four days or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, <clears throat> as as long as they properly, you know, test new systems that are being implemented in previous patches and make sure that they don't um, uh, you know kind of circumvent the whole Paragon leveling system <laughs> yeah I know right let's <laughs> just go kill dogs and, you know, I just think they have so many options of ways they gotta do like it kind of makes me think of that uh, 
1.09 Dream patch uh, that was on the forums. No, that was good. The, like, I actually thought that was on, like, pretty much everything there was awesome, like, especially the multiple brimstones. And, like, I thought that was awesome. I, I hope they actually look at that and maybe take a couple of those ideas because I really definitely like the trading post idea over the auction house, or somehow implementing that would be amazing, or even having a trading post as well as an auction house. Yeah, well, th that actually can kind of um, move us into the next upgrade that we're, well, I guess you could call it an upgrade, coming in 108. How about the game tagging? What does everybody think about that? Ninepad, what do you think about the game tagging? I think it'll be useful. I think it would be really nice if they would just let you make your own tags, but I can understand how that would be extremely complicated. <laughs> Because well, you would, you would have tags. so many different you would have so many different names that would be uh, very difficult to look through all of them. If, maybe if they could implement tags into your um, what was it transmog or whatever it was called again. The broadcast messages. Broad transmog yeah, broadcast is something different. Trans oh, for some reason I thought that's what you said that was. I'm sorry if I misquoted. Oh, don't misunderstand me. I definitely want transmog in Diablo because. You know, one of my favorite wizard outfits is not the tier 13 armor. So, you know, I, I don't really like the shoulders. Yeah. But, you know, that that's neither here nor there. But, um, uh, I, I do recall, and this is going to be the stepping point, uh, that prior to the introduction of allowing monster power in multiplayer games, they the Blizzard developers felt that it would kind of like segregate the multiplayer population too much and make it harder to find games now they've kind of gone back against that and created this tag system what what do you think about that dean i actually find this kind of a waste of time can i stop you for a second and say before you go any further for those who don't know what is this tagging system that yeah the tagging system when you create a game um I believe this would be anytime you create a game, you would have the ability to tag your game either as a questing, or well, for the most well, point, you go no tag as well. Yeah, no no tag would be the default, but you could do questing. What is it? Brawling and Keyword. farming. Keyword. Keyword. Farming and keying. Yep. Yeah. So basically, when you wow, there's that word again. Basically, is going to be forever ingrained in my mind as a bad word. Call um, it community roundtable. Basically, community roundtable 1.08. Meow, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen here, meow. What you, what you talking about, meow? Okay, meow. Now, now, yeah, all y'all need to meow, meow right now, right? Y'all need to meow right now. Just yeah, meow don't down have a little bit. Meow all the time, meow. And now I have you know to You're make meowing. sure. Meow. Now I have to meow. Make sure that my meow sister listens to this meow podcast. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Be Legendary. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so um, what what do you think about about the tagging systems over time? Oh, wait, he muted himself. Scanline? Uh, I'm skeptical. Only because uh, they're introducing a system, a tagging system, that is, that'll need improvement. And people will kind of talk about, okay, how can you improve this tagging system and, like, let's be this whole thing. And it just it just seems like, I mean, at least I guess they're doing something, but it seems very sort of vague, you know. To me, it seems just like brawling. It's something to add in for a little extra, and well, I don't know if everyone's going to use it, but... It's the same I, way as the D2 days of, of being able to 
I still think if you could name a game and choose from a list of games with yeah. names, and this is like a push in the right direction, but we're we're not quite where I think. Look, they're, 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 they're worried about making. They're worried about making a little. They're worried about someone making a game called the Beep Blam Bleep Show or something. You know, I mean, it <laughs> just it won't like, let you make those names. Same way you can't do them on your battle. Tag, you know man. what? If you want to make that, why not? Just go do it. You know, if you want to be a fool and do that, yeah. sure. Well, let me let me pose this question: Do we really want to go back to where you have to search? through hundreds of public games to find the right game that you want. because yeah, the way especially th- when it only shows certain now, games. If you're OCD, you're going to want to do that. So we should allow the people to do that. They'll keep them happy. If you don't care, if you just want to click through a list, like a meta tag system where it says search for all whatever grinding or all farming. Okay, here's 100 games. Okay, pick whatever one, you know. I think if they do it where, it, yeah. It, it's 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 feasible. It's doable. A lot of people are gonna like it. And they're gonna do it, and we're just gonna get used to it. It's yeah, just yeah. gonna be one of those things. Think you know? of it this but, way, though. Like, how many times did you go? In, I don't know if you ever played public games, but how many times do we go into Harsin Run with? But you really want to do two key runs, and everybody's running the Harsin, and then you gotta ask them, and a lot of them will leave, and and stuff well, like that. Well, there could be a. I don't know if it's added on there, but it could be a sub text saying currently at such and such. You know what I mean? But isn't yeah. the one thing we all can agree on is that this system by itself, as implemented in the text on this these patch notes, is not adequate. They're going to have to go back and fix it sometime later. It seems like a waste of time and effort to release it like this. Agreed. Exactly. That's well, exactly what I agree with, because it's like the last thing they need to do that. is like introduce another system that they need to go back and fix again. Like, let's not introduce new systems that they need to fix. Let's fix the systems that they have. (laughs) Maybe it's just one of those, we don't have time to put into it. Let's just put it out there and say, let's see what they do with it. It's not polished. Right. Well, brawling wasn't polished, but, you know, they want to check and see how people are going to react to PvP. And and I think they're collecting data on brawling, like saying, okay, this works, this doesn't work, and we're going to change that when PvP comes out. So I'm all for testing this, you know... The thing, the the uh, which I'm called thing, just to see if it's good or bad. If it's bad, get rid of it. If it's good, make it better. You know what I mean? Mark my words on the whole PvP system. We, we're seeing this upcoming, I should say, in WoW patch 5.3, where PvP will have a gear level ceiling, which I think WoW def- des- desperately needed. But more to the point, gear is everything in Diablo 3. I mean. It trumps everything. <laughs> if you don't have the gear, you don't stand a chance in brawling. So, um, if they introduce some kind of gear ceiling system, or how about this? You know, just everybody has the same stats. Period. Um, you know, kind kind of like how most first-person shooters are. Maybe you have the option of, you know, a couple different loadouts, quote-unquote loadouts, um, where you could choose a different kind of. Uh, you know, like role, so to speak. Uh, although in Diablo three, there, you know, there really aren't too many roles. It's just all kill you before you kill me in brawling. Well, here's the thing. I think Some... what they could do with this is create it to where everybody is nerfed down to a hundred of each of the primary stats, twenty crit ch- chance, maybe fifty crit damage, and then you get to choose 
from a vendor list what items are like a, a like a PvP vendor on what items you want to wear. Everybody gets to choose to sit out of the same items, and what items and skill sets you use depends on you know your expertise and how you use it. But that evens the playing field. No one's going to be too overpowered unless you're intellectually smarter than the other person and you gear right and choose right out of the PvP vendor. You I have I mean? two options. What I would say, I would say either when you go into brawling, all your gear is disabled and you just have to your build and your stats, or kind of like how Jamie said, maybe there'd be like a, a table with weapons and a table with a couple pieces of gear, like boot table, um, armor table, blah blah blah. And like Jamie said, you pick one and maybe you can as you play those get a level like how for you were saying call of duty uh you, you pick a gun and as you progress with those guns you get a little bit more stats on them so maybe for every person you kill in brawling your main stat on your axe will get one more strength or you know and level two you'll have two strength added to that and i think that would be pretty cool yeah and then you have tiers of fighting where you fight in a tier if you get if you if you upgrade your weapon too much, you get put into the next tier. So it'd be more viable to stay in a lower tier if you want to, like, pwn or whatever. Or if you want more of a challenge, you upgrade your gear to go up to a higher tier. You yeah. Know well, yeah, I mean, that's So, exactly like, a low-tier like guy can't just come in and say, oh, well, I'm a noob. How do I play PvP? Oh, I'm automatically going to get pwned. One shot. This is stupid. I quit. Screw you, Blizzard. I hate you. I want my money back. Blah, blah, blah. This alleviates that. Well, because and, and, now it, it puts him in with other people that he can go for. Well, yeah, kind of like how do, World of they, Warcraft does PvP with they got level level caps and stuff like that from like ten to fifteen, fifteen to twenty, etc. So you're well, not they, like they do a perfect job of matchmaking in StarCraft Two. I mean, StarCraft Two has a fantastic ranking wait a system. There, there's there's this term called smurfing. So so you can't say that the matchmaking's perfect. Oh, what the smurf? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I guess it's not that smurfy. Smurfing is either where you're playing on a, on a secondary account where you're not ranked as high and you're not playing against the people that you should be ranked against. That's what smurfing is. Or you intentionally throw games to lower your rating. That way you play against people. Ooh, okay. Are we talking Perfect about is Halo Perfect now is a or bit what? of a stronger term, <laughs> but, but it is a really, but here's it is the a, thing. Is a really if thought you get... out and elaborate uh, ranking system and like system. If, if if Diablo actually introduced something like that, like I wouldn't have a I wouldn't have a problem to just click on a brawling option and then be given a a randomized character. Like I don't even need to play my own character, but just given my give my own character and then like or just get a, a random character and then like the only thing that I can do is change its skill sets. So if I know how to like maybe like work in like certain skill sets or something, you know, I don't know. That, that I think be... what's gonna happen is they're really not gonna do much to brawling, and maybe when we get the PvP arena at some point, that's when all this cool stuff's gonna get implemented. Because I, I really do think, kind of like how Jamie's, I think it was Jamie who said, this is kind of like a test the waters thing to see how people feel about brawling and stuff before any extras are implemented into it. Just see how much they want to put into it, and how much time they want to put into it, and where they think they have to go to make it, you know, balanced and fairer and more of a challenge than a, who can hit, who gets the first hit. Yeah. So before this devolves into a huge shouting match, um, let's let's move to the next topic because Jerry, PvP, Jerry. because PvP is not being addressed in 108 at all. Um, well, that's freaking Smurf. 
<laughs> yeah, stop with that Smurf stuff, man. Oh my goodness. Okay, so um, the last thing. Love you, Nevik. <laughs> the last thing that I want to bring up is the fact that um, we're, we're. Oh my goodness, I just saw this a second ago, and now I lost where. Where what I was gonna bring up? Oh my goodness! Okay, well, crafting we're gonna be able to, you know, do a queue system, which will, um, I think everybody agrees, will be most useful for gems, <laughs> not so much for you know the Archon armors that were introduced in 107. Anybody disagree? Well, I tested it on the PTR, and it was it was handy because I was on my um, soft core barb. I wanted to make all these shoulders right and get rid of these bow wards, and um, I mean I just got tired of pushing the button every time. Mm -hmm. So I tested it, made like twenty or thirty of them or whatever. No big deal. Bam, 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 bam. It was it was handy. It wasn't like a game changer, but it was nice to have. Yes, and I I really I, I cannot believe that I lost what I was going to bring up. The last thing. Okay, here's a couple last changes that are coming in 108. Uh, the whole announcement to the party when you engage a champion or elite or a goblin. Ninepad, what do you think about that? I like it. I think it's make it a lot easier. You can see when somebody is going to be attacked or is being uh, is engaged with something. You can run over there and give them a hand. You don't have to type E anymore. <laughs> type E or whatever. <laughs> what I'm running with, because I, I guess it's a part of that, is what's really... Has anybody really figured out if the whole party guide thing is really going to make a difference if that was needed to be implemented or is that just something They're like that? They're doing that because it's like that in WoW. It does really make a difference in WoW. It's just it's just a thing because the party guide is supposed to be hey I've been here before I can run us through this and I know about this place or whatever but no in Diablo you don't really need that it's just Hulk smash go through kill everything and you move on you know yeah. I, I, do, I actually do think though that you know that it's announcing elites is pretty awesome because let's just say hardcore for instance you know typing can be dangerous if, especially if you're playing higher MPs so the fact that it tells everyone for you is pretty nice, especially on your banner too. Yeah, what? Yeah, the one above it—that's big time handy. Because what is the first thing you say when you're going to banner on somebody in hardcore? Are you e safe? Are you safe? Are you clear? E and so you have that little the shield and the the axes that, that glow red when you're when you're in battle, and they're gray when you're not. That's a pretty cool little feature. That's that, that kind of ties into the. I think it's going to help a, the people pack. who don't use voice chat absolutely the most. You know, for so. sure. Them yeah. Bums. Get on voice chat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how, how many times has Lantonio bannered in on me to almost get killed? How many times have I gotten killed? Luckily, doing that in softcore. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I finally found the patch note that I was looking for, and it was in bright red, so I can't believe I missed this. Maybe I was looking for, you know, the regular patch notes. But hey, um, damage dealt by the fire pool left by blazing guardian attacks has been reduced by 50%, but its minimum damage has been increased. Those are the guys, like, in the, um... Act 2. Yeah, in the temples and stuff, and the ruins, right? That throw, like, what looks like molten at you, right? Yeah, they, they throw fire, and the right. fire pool... Yeah, those that are gets, dangerous. Yeah, Those things are. hurt, yeah. Over time, have you almost been killed by one of those? Yes. Yes. By what? Uh, I forgot been what you're talking almost about. almost killed extremely close by one of those in hardcore, and killed a bunch of times in softcore. <laughs> Especially when those are the champ pack elites. You get oh, that base goodness. skill. yeah. Plus whatever affixes you get, it's like oh god. What are you guys talking about? Which uh, which mob? The the blazing guardians, the uh, construct monsters in Act Two. Um, oh, the fire yeah. 
the fire ones in particular, they're they're the most nasty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that's almost all the time when I'm playing on Witch Doctor. Because it does more damage than Molten. <laughs> it's insane. Okay, so um, if you haven't gathered, I'm trying to wrap this up. Um, as we did in our 107, I'm going to go around the room and ask everybody what they feel is missing from 108. So, Ninepad, what do you feel is missing from 108? Hmm. The weapons. <laughs> the weapons? The itemization. The itemization, yeah. Yep. But, I mean, that we already knew that wasn't coming in 108.08, so I, I wish it was, but if there was one thing that it would be in there that isn't, I wish it would be that, I guess. Okay. And Brasia, what do you think is missing from 108? Zombie turkey. I agree. Zombie turkeys should be in the game. No, it, no. Um, I it might actually get they, me to they need roll to... a puke doctor. <laughs> no, they still need, I think, some work with the economy overall. I mean, it's just, I know they're making these changes to the game, the monster density, and a lot of these other things, but it's still, there's such a problem that I can foresee going if they don't address this now, at some point, or find some way to start doing it, even the hardcore is starting to get that way, slowly but surely, as what we've seen, just an immense amount of junk on the auction house. It's got to be, it's got to start to find some way to address that. And I don't know if they want to do that or not, and it's obviously not even coming right now, but I think there needs to be something at some point. Wait a second, there's an auction house in hardcore? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's uh, just... Yeah, all our all us noobs out here use the auction house and hardcore, but you know we got our our our, our big man Nevik to show us all up. We got to have someone that's going to be better than all of us. So, <laughs> well, you you have to admit I'm going very slow. I'm still in Act Four Hell, and I'm Paragon Level Three with my wizard. I'm still going to give you props. So like, <laughs> man, I don't even. First of all, I don't even know if I could do it. Second of all, I'm way too impatient for it. But that's, I mean. I think it's quite a feat, especially though you don't got like a group that you're having like your buddies do a non-cell phone and helping you eat there. Yeah, I, I guess so. It's pretty impressive. I think it's awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm, but nobody wants to help a uh, wizard anyway. Yeah, yeah, wizard's worst class ever, right? Yep, beyond so, that. <laughs> so, Dan, what what do you think is missing from 108? I know it sounds like a cop-out to say the same thing as Brasia, but absolutely the economy. That's really what's keeping me from playing this game day in and day out. Is it's more effective to just buy an upgrade off the auction house than finding it on your own. Yeah, and oddly enough, Jay Wilson completely agrees with you. Here, here. And Jamie, what do you think is missing from 108? Monster density and MP0. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and Jesse, what do you think is missing from 108? Oh, sorry, uh, Grimlock, the violent, was trying to kill me. Um. It's babysitter. He was a bomb. <laughs> no, okay, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Nothing, man. <laughs> talking nonsense, Gail. Uh, man, I just got off sidetrack, man. It's, uh, they're they're making changes incrementally. They're good changes. Some of them are like, eh, why are they here? Why are they not here? They're working their way towards the big stuff. The itemization is going to change. Hopefully, if they do an expansion or something, maybe a couple new classes would be fun to kind of get everybody back riled up. They're going to have to have a PvP system. Whoa, I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's rein this in, Jesse. This isn't about what's missing from <laughs> Diablo 3, period. This is just what's missing from 108. And I'm done. Okay, <laughs> Antonio, what is missing from 108? I'm going to go ahead and uh, go with the itemization. I don't want everything to be fixed yet, but just because of how much itemization talk there was before 108, I would have thought there would at least been 
something small to give us a little taste like that, of what things to more come. Thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I was hoping for a little yeah, bit of taste of things to come, or something to do with a little bit of for economy wise. You know, like Brazia said, a little something more of an uh, some kind of item sync, a little bit. I mean, for the most part, one awake kind of gave me everything that I was really, really wanting, which is basically Ideal and Monster Density. I, I really wanted those. I, I would have liked to see a little bit of itemization, something, something to make. You know, maybe having those legendaries, the level of legendaries would have been cool to pop out, like how you can get a legendary um, Leoric Signet, a 63 level instead. Maybe just doing that part would have been cool. But, I mean, other than that, I'm pretty satisfied with it. It's nothing that I'm, I can't wait for it to come out, but it's definitely, you know, just another step in the right direction, and hopefully they continue on from there. Yeah. Um, and I, I failed to mention that we had another new listener pop in. I don't know if he's um, just listening in, but we will briefly touch on Mach 1. Mach 1, are you there? And if you are, what do you feel is missing from 108? I am here, and uh, I think itemization definitely uh, is missing. And if they do something with the auction house that should never have been implemented, it's pretty much crushed this game. <laughs> um, those two are probably pretty well. If they were implemented, that'd be great. Okay, yeah. And over time, what do you think is missing from 108? Uh, what I think and missing 108 was the... Like, I know how they're going in the right direction with, you know, finding the games. Uh, you know, the key runs, the... If you want to go kill monsters or... What, I forgot the other option. Uh, but maybe more options, like... Like how it was in Diablo 2, where you're able to go and... Like, find the trade game that you must want to go to and go trade all your gear for, or something like that, to where... You have like you maybe you just don't want to go play a game. Maybe you just want to go into a game and just draw off your items or something like with the higher upper classes. Because if you join a game with a key run, it's all random. You don't know what level that person is. You don't know if he's a noob. You don't know uh, what kind of gear he has. And it kind of it, it's kind of still kind of random. And like I was on the PTR doing that, and it just felt like it was just. It was too random. Like it, the the people, maybe this should be like a like a tier of people that join the game, like a certain level. Well, like you know, a I, did you like say a, that in Diablo Two? You, you could do the, you could bump the minimum level up, so you could like only let ninety twos or ninety fours yeah. in your game. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's not a bad call to to kind of weed out the yeah, leechers or the people that aren't real good and and yeah. say, hey, you got to be Paragon forty to join this game or whatever. Yeah, that's something I wish they uh, would implement to where you know like. Like, even if you just want Paragon 100 players in the game, actually, there isn't too many, but now there's a lot, you know, getting Paragon 100 right now, not that it's been out for so long. Maybe you just want all the top-tier characters in your game to do an uber run, right after the key run or something, or, you know, there's something like that. Uh, for us upper-tier players, you know, we don't want to play with noobs all day, running around, it gets boring. Uh, no offense to anyone out there, but... You know, you gotta kind of speed up on the game already. It's moving it's, pretty it's, fast. It sounds like you would agree with the like somehow to keep yourself away from, you know, if you're trying to get a public game, and people come in to play Ubers, for instance, or Keys, and you know that one guy is leeching. So somehow, if I would like like a DPS, a minimal DPS would be cool. That might bring people away from you. Yeah. Okay. So Scanline, what do you think is missing from 108? You know, you guys have been hitting a lot of interesting points. I, I, I would have to say that I agree with Lantonio on just the incremental itemization. Like, if they just did 
they addressed it slightly. I mean, it's really great that they've been discussing it, you know, in the community, like, way more so than they have been. But, we just need um, a fix, man. We just need a fix. Just, need, just, just give me a little. Just give me a little. Like, I found this, like, uh, Ninepad was running with me, and I got this legendary axe drop, and... And I just couldn't believe how crappy it was. It was like uh, barely got over 600 DPS, and it was just there. It was just amazingly like it was just complete garbage. So, I mean, maybe they could have just introduced like a slight fix to like legendary drops, so you weren't getting just like total crap sometimes when you got a legendary, um, or maybe just like a little tweak, just a taste of things. But you know, they they have a lot to work on. They're probably going to get there, maybe with the expansion and the full itemization patch. You know, other than that, I also agree with the tier system. I think that's a good idea. Although, I, I think, you know, it's fun to play with a Paragon 100 player, even when I'm a Paragon 30. So that option still needs to exist, you know. I, I don't think that, you know, it, everybody should just be segregated off all the time. I yeah. just thought of one thing with that. Um, Agreed, I thought Scanlon. would be really, really cool with that Scanlon was talking about with the legendary increase. I kind of wish, like, I don't know if anyone else feels, but the legendaries I do find, I seem to find the same one all the time. I'd like it if there was, let's say I found legendary shoulders, I'd like it if there was, like, let's say a 10% cutback on your chance to find legendary shoulders, and then maybe 10% plus on any other um, slot legendary, so like a helm. You know, so that way maybe, I mean, you still have a little bit of a chance to get a different type of legendary. I found so, so many frostburns so much, I'm sick of them, dude. And I, I find a lot of just firewalkers like crazy, and it drives me crazy, because first of all, they're never good, and they just drop all the time. Like, legendary boots, oh, fireworks. legendary boots, oh, fireworkers. Like, where are my ice climbers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you should speak to Brute and, and tell him to link what he's found recently. I don't even want to know. Yeah, I pretty much puked all over my keyboard. Not literally, but um, yeah, he, he linked me to nearly perfect items that he found, and I was like, you bastard. Yeah, but the problem is you can never truly find stuff like that, because if you did find stuff like that on a daily basis, you'd be selling that in a real auction house all the time, making cash money every day. That's why we don't have that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if you got if it's just you left or not, but Torox is popping on right now. I just wanted to voice an opinion real quick before we get off. Okay, Torak, what do you have to tell us that is so important that you have to interrupt the end of the show? Oh come on, man! <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't be like that, yeah. All right, man. It's perfect timing. <laughs> I fully expected Jesse to give me the usual "I am Torak." Welcome. No, that's me, dude. I do that. Man. Oh, that's, right. that's Jamie. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Sorry I'm so late tonight. It's fine. So, get on with it. <laughs> well, me personally, I'm looking forward to 1.08, especially from the All Hail the Wizard side of things. I can't wait to start using Teleport like it was meant to be used. Oh, yes. I knew there was a reason why I really like Torak. I just want to say, drop in, Nevix. Yay! <laughs> That's Smurf. Yeah. Okay, so, um... I'm going to close out the show, but before I do, I'm going to give my opinion on what's missing in 108. Yeah, thanks for my... coming, guys. show's over. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> other than my obvious transmog, the other thing that I think is missing from 108 is a free farm mode where you don't pick a quest, you just have all the waypoints and all the bosses are up. You know, like back in Diablo 2 days. Wouldn't that be great? Agreed. 
That'd be very cool. Yeah, I want that yeah, too. That's awesome. Non-linear <laughs> gaming? What? <laughs> yeah, I know, it's insane, right? So, okay, so we, we've been joined by a ton of people, and <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to try to mention everybody's name, but you have been listening to the Shattered Soulstone Community Roundtable for Patch 108, which is currently on the PTR. If you like what you hear, we do a regular show every other week, and we do a Dead and Waiting also every other week. They, you know, they fall in opposite weeks, where the Dead and Waiting is our hardcore gaming nights, usually run by Lantonio, because I, I never am able to make the start of the Dead and Waiting nights, because um, I do a route into San Francisco that... I'd never get back in time, and I never will anymore because I have a new stop starting next Tuesday. So. And with that, don't be afraid to come in if you don't want to play hardcore. Consider it a gaming night or just a chat night because for the most part we just talk it up, play games while we're talking it up, and you don't have to play hardcore to join in. So just join in and have fun. Yeah, exactly. And that's why that's why I set up this mumble because that fixes a lot of problems that we have with the social communication in Diablo 3. So there we go. <laughs> So thank you everyone for coming out and joining us for this community roundtable. It was a lot of fun, and we will definitely be doing another one for the next big patch, which hopefully um, 109 will be pretty big, and hopefully they'll introduce the itemization changes that we all want. Any predictions? On 108 when it's coming out, or on 109? Both. I predict... What's the the Tuesday before? I predict... No, I predict May 7th for 108. I think 108 will be out next week. I don't think so. Well, I don't care. That's my, <laughs> it's, a pr- it's called a prediction, Nevik. Don't be so negative. <laughs> okay. Alright, alright. Sorry. All right. I think they're going to release 108 before the SimCity releases for the Mac. Oh, thank you for mentioning SimCity. And with that, <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> That's freaking Smurf. <laughs> when? Had to do it. and or kill one so that I can squirt by them. Why did I say squirt? I should have said squeeze. Do we have an itinerary? Should I pull up or... No, I did not... Yeah, this is going to be a loosey-goosey show, but I, I mean, basically, we're going to um, basically cover um, basically, basically, basically... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be pretty basic. Yeah, it's pretty basic, it's patch, you know? right? Yeah, we're just On covering... An level. We're just, yeah... <laughs> Basically, that's what Honestly, we're basically, basically going to be doing. Not a, there's basically not a basically a lot of it. New stuff, basically, so it shouldn't be basically too hard. Right, exactly. <laughs> Stop that, meow. What you meow doing? <laughs> this has been a presentation of Dawn Forge. Copyright 2013. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See Zombie you. turkeys. Okay, the recording oh, is officially man. over now, so. Well, mine's still recording. Zombie turkey, zombie turkey, zombie turkey, smurf, 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 smurf. <laughs> I love it. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> <laughs>